Welcome to the Cryptomaniacs Podcast. Join Taskmaster 4450 and John G. Olson each and every week as they dive into the crazy world of cryptocurrency. If you are new to crypto or you've been through a few bear markets in the past, this podcast is for you. It's time to start the show. That's that's what I said. I said, dude, this this guy's probably got the time zones all messed up. Because I'm like, it's not like it's only like six or seven o'clock hey, over there. So, but Belimo, that's why I wrote every time to you one Eastern time. I wasn't about to figure it out and take the blame <laughs> for you. You know, you being on at seven when you should have been on at six, or you've been on at six when you should have been on at seven. I I let you figure it out, and thankfully, I'm not Jeez, responsible I, for this. I actually thought I actually thought it was going to be around nine, and it's like okay. it started by seven. I thought it was going to be around nine. Yeah, I, and I planned I was going to like take a bath, brush my teeth, and everything before I come on the show. <laughs> and I, you just caught me on a way. Look, I was uh, eating. Dude, I was, it's okay. It's okay. I was eating spaghetti, right? I was I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's good to have you, my friend. Glad you could make it. Better late than never, as they say. And you know what? We're we're pretty loose around here with the time. So, uh, actually, John, maybe you'll remember. Uh, we had one person who was oh Arcane. The first time he was on, he showed up like. 40 minutes late. So, Belimo, I don't even think you're the latest uh, entrant. Uh, <laughs> I think that, that was the past. Man, I was hoping I will break the record. I'm disappointed. <laughs> now, now, now we have to, uh, when John goes through and, and posts the video, he's going to have to edit out all that bad stuff we said about you. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing you under the bus, man. <laughs> we we actually uh, we actually were talking about something. Uh, maybe oh, look at him! Oh, see, it's contagious. Oh. There he is. I'm it, channeling it, my inner taskmaster. Yep, yep. He, uh, we we will say you got a little bit too much hair there, though, and and you got it. You got a nicely shaped head, uh, Belimo. You would look good bald. I mean, some people look real funky, but I think you'd look good shades bald. You're in the club. I'm. I'm just going to have this conversation with my wife first. Make sure she doesn't divorce uh, me, and uh, then. Yeah, I, I, I understand. And then I'll shave the head. You, you, you must not own a comfortable couch. Is that it? You've slept on the couch before, and it's you don't like that. It's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, before you came on, we were we were talking about this this thing. We ha, have you heard about it? This thing called Polycub. Um, mm, sounds familiar. Is it that thing that Carl does? I think it's, it's going to be a rug pull, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what we said for the past 20 minutes. We said, Everybody, this is not financial advice, but get out now because he's yeah. going to take off. Sell your rug ex, Polly, get out. Definitely. <laughs> Exit liquidity. Some shit, <laughs> something in your justice. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Something bad is going to happen. It seems so good to be true. Honestly, I, I've heard about Polycop, obviously. And and I actually wrote a publication about it recently. I don't know if you guys read it. Yeah, you were front page on Leo Finance. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually went through the dock. I'm sorry, Mike. I have a puppy here and she's all over my shit. So 
I I um, wrote the publication about it, and I went through the docs, and it was really exciting. Like the math, the mathematics behind it is really interesting. So, uh, I've heard about Polycob, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about Polycob. Oh, and also, does everybody know that I own Taskmaster? I I, I hope you told everybody that I own you. Uh, no, I I I I conveniently forgot that. How could you forget that I own an NFT of you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But but Belimo, I, I must be getting old. Uh, on Friday's show, we had Cal, and we were talking about Project Blank, and I I said to him, I said, you know. We, we got Project Blank ranking on Google. Maybe you should, like, release a name so we can all talk about the name and get that released before the app is released. And he said, yeah, we're working on some things. I said, is it the same name as last as when we talked, uh, you know, a, couple, a year, 16 months ago? He said, yes. The problem is I forgot what the hell the name is. You so know, funny I know thing, I watched that episode. I watched that episode. I think that was two days, uh, last week. That was last week's episode. Yeah. So yeah, I watched that episode and I watched that part where and I was waiting for him to say something about the name too because because you know same project blank is it's yeah. I, so <laughs> I I forgot it. So me forgetting that you owned me uh, and, and you got my NFT uh, that's just bar for the course. Um, but yes, Belimo has a Taskmaster NFT. One yep, of three I own him. Is is out there and. Uh, it probably will end up worthless. But anyway, <laughs> you can see he enjoys running around telling everybody he owns Taskmaster. I mean, he, that that, Elliot, that was from the 80 Hive alone. Earlier today, I almost got arrested. I just walked up to a policeman and I said, do you know I own Taskmaster? He didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I just... He didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Polly Cub, you went through. You lo love the mathematics. Let, let's step away from that. We can we can revert back to that. But um, let's. How did you find crypto, and how did you find Hive? What's what's your story of of getting involved in crypto, and what brought you to this wonderful wacky world? It was completely random. Um, there's this thing we do in Nigeria. It's called NYSC, National Youth Service. Basically, I don't know if you've ever heard of it in Korea where you do one year military service. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically in Nigeria, when you finish university, you do a one-year paramilitary course where you spend one year serving the country, basically. So in that period, I was really broke, but I've been writing all along. I've been writing all along. So my younger brother just texted me and he was like, dude, write. You write. You earn crypto. Steam it. You know, back then it was steam it. And then, and then I was like, what the fuck? Send me a link. That's the story. Why are you talking stuff like he had a big story? Or something. I was like, yeah, my brother. No, said no. Me. See, <laughs> I, I wish there was. I wish there was an elaborate story, but honestly, it was just like it was just you know that kind of thing in movies where you're just sitting down and the angels are just singing and there's a light shining on you and they're like, oh, it was that kind of thing for me. <laughs> it was like my brother didn't. Even, he sent me like four words. It was like crypto blogging, earn money, right. I oh, like, oh shit! Sign me up. Send me the link. Send me the link. No, no, no need to tell me anymore. And and that's the story. That's how I got involved in Steemit. But you know, getting involved in crypto is completely different. Obviously, it involved a lot of research and and reading up on stuff and all that. But 
the the beginning part was really easy for me. It, it was it, it took me like maybe 40 minutes to understand the keys and everything because I really wanted it. it. It just felt like this was for me. This thing was for me. And so it, it took me like 40 minutes and I just got the hang of it and, and I just got going. And, and so you got the keys. Did you see the potential right from the start or did you like waffle back and forth and say this is a scam or did you just say, all right, this has amazing potential? Uh, I thought I was dreaming for most part. <laughs> I, I, still, I, I thought I, I thought I, yeah. I, I thought what the hell happened? I just wrote a publication and I got money from it. I didn't think about the potential. I didn't really look beyond initially. I didn't really look beyond what was right in front of me. Then, like mm -hmm. all I saw was the fact that I got value for the value that I provide in the sense of the publications and stuff like that. So that was all I saw initially. I had to do some digging and then splinterlands and all that stuff came yeah. came around later on and then that's when i started seeing the potential and then i started and then and then of course you start reading up publications from awesome people like i don't know if you know this guy john g olson and some awesome people generally people and you start reading publications from random mm. people like that you know mm. and 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 then you hear their thoughts and you look at the market and you look at what other people are saying on coin telegraph and places like that and then you know, you start seeing the picture. I started seeing the picture and I started realizing, hold on, there might be something here. And that's when I took it serious. Now I'm full-time crypto. Like I am 100% crypto. I haven't made a dime since 2017 that wasn't, that isn't related to crypto. Like 100% crypto. We, we seem to have a, a nice contingency uh, on high from, from Nigeria. And it seems like just reading some of the industry-wide uh, stats that uh, actually all of Africa is, is a nice hotbed for cryptocurrency. Have you found that to be true that of people you know and, and people you interact with? Is Hive being well-received in your country or is it still... Like in, in the States here and, and, and actually North America, because I know Canada is the same way. It's like pulling teeth. You, you bring people to this. It's like pulling teeth. Do, do you find the same thing in Nigeria that you, you introduce people to Hive? I mean, your brother sent you the link. You said, I'm in. But that's probably a rarity. Most people say, what is this? This isn't right. What What's the reception that you get there? It's, it's somewhere in the middle. It's mixed because... I mean, initially, um, when I told people about it, I was like, yo, I'm on this platform and I publish shit and, and I earn crypto and, and I use and I invest that crypto into other crypto and I make more crypto from crypto. And and they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you saying? Some people are like that. And then there are other people that I tell and they're like, how do I, you know, send me the link now? And then those people are sending me the link and then they see five keys and they're like, oh, God, I can't continue anymore. So, <laughs> so yeah so um generally speaking though generally speaking though i don't i won't say well um when it comes to the hive part of it when it comes to you know hive is kind of slow um compared to other cryptocurrency projects where you just you know pump and dump stuff but hive is kind of slow you requires you building a you know uh reputation on the platform making friends and stuff like that so hive is kind of slow so 
certain people that I tell about it, they are always skeptical. They're always like, yo, how do I do it? No, I don't know how to write. No, I don't know mm -hmm. how to talk to people. Oh, all the people here are white. I don't know anything about white people. <laughs> Serious, like that is a mm -hmm. thing that I've heard before. There are so many white people here. I, I, I don't know their culture. I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. come on, you're a human being. You know, just be yourself. I'm not telling you to be white. So there's just generally like a lot of misconceptions about, you know, using social media to, to earn from it. And then there's also the fact that in Nigeria, there are a lot of issues surrounding law enforcement and cryptocurrency. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's not illegal in Nigeria. Crypto is not illegal in Nigeria. It's just there's a sanction from the central bank preventing normal banks from interacting with cryptocurrency. So we have to use peer-to-peer -peer transactions for anything we do. And many people are not ready to go through that stress. Although it's all it's all done on finance, for, you know, but many people are not really ready to go through that stress. So there are those, you know, issues that are in the way of crypto progress in Nigeria. But generally speaking, everybody in Nigeria though, knows about cryptocurrency, like, It'll be impossible. It's almost impossible to run into someone and that has a smartphone and ask them, "Have you heard about Bitcoin? Have you heard about Hive? Have you heard about Ethereum?" They know something about cryptocurrency. They just don't know enough. They just think it's like uh, it's like gamb like gambling. Most people think of it like from the gambling perspective, like you know, you buy it, you hold it. One day you go up, numbers go up, you sell it. You know that kind of thing. That's what most people think about cryptocurrency. Yeah, speculation. Mm -hmm. Now, can, yeah. you you mentioned something about the government, and and I remember reading about that the central bank. So, are you saying can you convert your crypto into your native currency? Was the naira? I, I believe did I? Naira. Uh, can you convert crypto into that, or no? That that that. Yeah, can. I can. I can. With, yeah. There's something on Binance called peer-to-peer -peer transactions. So, it, with in a peer-to-peer transaction, um, you bid. A buyer, a buyer, right, would place an order for Bitcoin or BUSD or USDT, you know, those yeah. popular. <laughs> and then you having Binance, um, Bitcoin or the cryptocurrency that the buyer wants, you basically just put your own order there. Like, hey, I want to sell to you at this rate that you're selling, you're buying in Naira. And then the person agrees and you agree. And then within Binance there, you release your cryptocurrency to escrow. It's an escrow. And then when the person sends the money to your bank account, you receive a bank alert. Here we receive bank alert text messages. I don't know if it's like that there. So if money comes into your bank, you, your bank account, you receive a text like, okay, yo, this money, Naira, just got paid to you. And then when that money gets paid to you, you on Binance, you confirm the transaction. Like, I've received this money, release the crypto to this person. And so that's how we swap crypto for um, naira that's how we exchange it so there is a workaround oh there, there's a workaround it's stressful though i mean of course we would all prefer if it were automated yeah. in the past it used to be automated in the past you just have usdt and you wanted a naira you just press the button and that one's a lot easier but with this one now you have to be hoping that the banks don't fuck you up because sometimes Someone will send money to your account and then it will take hours to process. Uh, maybe because of internet or some issue, it could be inter-switch issue or whatever issue. And then because of that, you spend 
maybe 10, 20 minutes. Sometimes there was one time I spent nearly like three hours waiting for the bank alert because without the bank alert, I can't release my crypto. If I don't receive confirmation from my bank that this money has been sent into your account, I will not release the crypto. So sometimes, and then the person that has sent the money, the person actually has sent the money, but you know, I, I, I can't just release it based on you are telling me you sent the money. I have to see the alert in the bank. So sometimes you end up waiting hours and the person is on your ass telling you, I've sent it, I've sent it, believe me, I'm not lying. I'm like, yo, I don't know you from anywhere, man. Just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, that's, the, that's the difficulty. That's the difficult part of it. Well, it, it's just interesting because <clears throat> we see, and, and I don't know, John, up by you what the, the talk is, but the, the rhetoric here in the United States and, of course, uh, Nigeria and, and uh, uh, Malaysia and, and India and a lot of countries and of course China and Russia. Uh, the the rhetoric here in the United States is that um, you know Biden's supposed to bring out an executive order that's going to lay out you know something on crypto and people are saying are they going to ban it or w what's going to take place. So th that's the reason for the questioning is what type of workarounds because I I've been convinced it doesn't matter what these governments do. We got developers. They'll figure a way to write code to get around all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's good to yeah. see because I know the, the, the Nigerian government hasn't been very crypto friendly. Uh, or no, at least not at all. hasn't been. And uh, But you still have a way to do it. Even if it's a pain in the keister, it, it works. Yeah, it works. I, I don't know how banks, the banking system works over there in America. Um, here, we if if let's say I want to transfer money to you, Naira, from my bank to your bank, it's really like there's just a phone app that I just log into. Like same way we have Hive Wallet, just I just log into my phone app and and then I transfer Naira from my account to your account. That's how it works here. Mm. So because of that simplicity, the workaround is really just embedded there in the system that we just have to have a platform. We just need a platform that is going to be like the middleman, and that's Binance, right. to ensure that the crypto moves from this wallet to that wallet. And once the crypto moves from this wallet to that wallet, and I say I received the crypto, that's all it. That's really it. It's, it's based on trust, but you know there's still the escrow part of it. So, so, so effectively, what's happening is the person on the other end of the transaction from you, they're actually sending. Your current the, the native currency is an era from their account to your account. It's a peer-to-peer -peer banking transaction. Yep. And like you said, the, the, the crypto is kind of on the sideline. So that's very interesting. That's why they can't shut it down because it's not coming from a Binance bank account. It's exactly. not from anything centralized. Yeah. It's just one, one person sending another person money. Yep. And and, and also we don't have a lot of um, issues with tax. Uh, the taxing system here, because I've read a little bit about tax in America and, and other countries and in Europe, in countries in Europe, and here we don't have tax like that. Like, there's no gift tax. I don't know if you guys have a gift tax. Like, if you receive a gift, do you pay tax on that? In Nigeria, I think we don't. It has to be above a certain amount. Uh, there's, you know, in Nigeria, we don't have any gift tax. You can send me a billionaire. It doesn't matter how much you send to me. There's no gift tax. <laughs> like oh. it's nothing like gift tax. Although there's a certain amount of money that I receive in my account, and I receive a call from my bank. But 
but it has to be yeah, like of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's about like twenty thousand dollars in naira, like maybe about ten, fifteen million naira. About that. When I receive that amount of money, my bank will just call me to be, to make sure that I'm expecting that money. But it's not really anything serious. Mm. So because of that, because of that, it makes it easy for us to use the P2P transactions. We just we just do it like nobody bugs us about anything. Mm. It's fascinating, man. I mean, it's it's just because it's like I, I'm not saying like well, Canada had you know up until past couple of years, it was very similar where it had to be peer to peer. Um, you sometimes you had to go meet people in a back alley to go and like get a Bitcoin swap. Like it was, that's how bad it was up here for, you know, and they finally, you know, they're slowly coming around, but this is, this goes back to kind of, you know, what I've always said, anytime any industry fights technology. And now if, if any government fights technology, they're going to lose. So the smart money and the smart play for the Nigerian government, for the American government, for the Canadian government, for whichever government, is to adopt it, like embrace it. And because that's where they're going to be positioned. Now, I know there's the interest groups of the banks and the banks don't want to release their grip on people. Uh, but it's it's interesting to see how how far we've come from five years ago to now. And, and I hope in five years from now, too, it gets even better. So, yeah. Yeah, that 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 certainly is the case that, uh, you know, you said being smart. I don't know, John, ha where, where have our governments been smart of late? Uh, <laughs> that hasn't been a, oh, a, a synonym I'd apply to uh, the U.S. government for the last couple decades. But uh, so, Hive, what uh, what do you think of Hive looking forward, uh, Belimo? Obviously, you. You took to it very early. You you immersed yourself in it. Uh, how optimistic are you about Hive going forward? Not necessarily the token. I'm talking the ecosystem, the platform, the the apps, the development. Not not necessarily token price. Well, I'm I'm in it for the long run, and um, there there you know there's always something going on. I think on the twentieth there's the Lynx airdrop coming right uh, from three speed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and there's just there's just always something going on on Hive. It's it's hard not to be optimistic about Hive because I'm I mean it, first of all I'm already in there and and my portfolio is almost hundred percent Hive really. I mean if I mean if you consider Splinterland, Splinterland is part of Hive and Splinterland is like a big chunk of my portfolio. So I'm pretty much hundred percent Hive. Polygon uh, Polygon is uh, Leo Finance. I still consider Cop Finance and Polycorp Hive. I, it, mm. it's, it's a strange way. I mean, it's not exactly Hive. It's on Polygon and Binance Smart Chain. But I, I, I still kind of consider it Hive because of the team behind it. So mm. it's hard not to be excited about Hive. I, I, I don't even know how. I'm, <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I mean, oh, please, please don't eat my food. So, so, so you're a big person. I, I was about to say you opened it up, man. There you go. There you go. Perfect. You 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 underhand pitched that to me. Uh, task uh, Splinterlands. So, uh, how's the addiction going? Um, mine is is at an all time high every single day. I log in and I and I want to play and and collect cards and buy cards and battle cards. And so, how's your Splinterlands adventures going? 
Today I was driving and playing Splinterlands. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question. That that's no, that's really, another no, level, man. You know, really, sometimes I'll I'll just be sitting down and I'll just be like in my private corner and I'll just be thinking, damn, I should have done this differently. Why didn't I just use that guy that boost melee? You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. I it's just it's just it's just a part of my life now. That's just how I'm going to describe Splinterlands. It's beyond an addiction. Addiction is drinking alcohol. You know, you have to buy it. Addiction is it, it, this has gone beyond an addiction. Like it's just like part of it's just like breathing now for me. It's just like breathing or drinking water. It's just that kind of thing. That's how it is for me right now. Splinterlands. Uh, I spend hours of my day playing Splinterlands at night. Right before I sleep, early in the morning, the first thing I do is play Splinterlands. I should pray to God, but I, I play Splinterlands first. I hope God understands. Uh, Maybe God's playing. I grew up, I, I was raised Christian. I was raised as a Christian. So, you know, sometimes I feel guilty. I, I, I just wake up in the morning. First thing I just rush to my Splinterlands to check, to do my daily quest. I, 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 and I, should, I shouldn't be that way. I, 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 was a, I was raised as a Christian. I don't know what's wrong with me. But that's how Splinterlands has come from. <laughs> that is now, how it is for me. Are you are you a, a one gamer uh, person, or do you have your eyes on some of the other games that are? What what's your view of some of the other games that have been mentioned? Whether it's CyberX, Ragnarok, some of these other things that are on hype. Do do they excite you at all, or is you're just Splinterlands and forget everything else? I'm I'm Splinterlands, and I play Rabona. Um, Rabona. Rabona, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever heard uh, Rabona. Yeah. I play that one because uh, I like football, soccer. You guys call it soccer. I don't know why you call it soccer. I guess that was. Anyways, I play. I play Rabona. It's, it's a soccer simulation game, mm-hmm. and and I'm very excited about CyberX. Uh, the reason why I'm excited about CyberX is because it's been you know it's a first person shooter game, and even right before I came online, I was playing Call of Duty. Like that's my shit. Mm. I like I like call um, first person shooter games. So that's my that. So uh, and we're expecting the game by the end of the year. So we'll see how that goes. Mm. But I play Rabona. I play Splinterlands. I play D City a little, but there's really not much to play in D City. Not really mm. like uh, yeah. Uh, and then I heard about some games, the B Meal and a bunch of others that are outside Hive, but I haven't really taken the time to play. I played Gods Unchained for a while. Well, it was just—it was, you know, too much work for a lot of clicking around, and I didn't really enjoy that. The, the strategy was too much for me. There way too many things involved. So, but for now, though, for now, though, what I really play is Splinterlands and Rabona, and then waiting for CyberX. Now, did you uh, buy some land in CyberX or some LVL? Do you have LVL or or land? Yeah, yeah. I bought I bought the Founder Starter Kit. I bought one. And then I've been accumulating LVL. I, I, I just basically use my post earnings and I buy LVL or I buy credits because I'm also trying to get Chaos Legion packs. I'm trying to get to 1,000 Chaos Legion packs. So I buy um, from my post earnings. I, I just take a bit of it. I buy LVL sometimes. And then other times I'm buying, um, you know, Splinterland credits so I can buy packs. Are, are you buying Splinterlands in the game to get your... the 1000 in there or are you just doing it on hive engine 
No, no, I'm buying in the game so I can also get the airdrop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I tell that to my business partner all the time that that's what I do, and he's like, "Why? It's only three dollars a pack on Hivenge." And I'm like, "Well, you don't get the airdrops. <laughs> I want the airdrops. I get something about the airdrop, man. I need that airdrop." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got a, I got a Uriel, um, gold foil, um, legendary. <laughs> from one of the from one of the airdrops so you know like i don't know about you but for me with splinterlands like i was opening packs and and that damn shaky shaky when it turns into a legendary <laughs> card and then it goes sling and it turns gold <laughs> it's well, there was one time my wife had to tell me to shut the fuck up she was like stop making noise in this house yeah and it's stopping me i'm trying to sleep I was, and then she, my wife, my wife knows a little bit about Splinter. My wife is on Hive. She's Wolf of No Street, um, mm -hmm. uh, and she, she, she knows a bit about Splinter, and she knows how I get excited about it. But that day, what, I got a gold foil, one of these new gold foil cards, and and I was just putting it in a face. Like, look at, look at it, look at what I got. I got this. Celebrate with me. She's like, dude, just okay. It's one That's exactly what I did with my wife. I, I got, I got my, I, I try to get my wife into it, right? And, she, and I'm like, look what I got. And she's just looking at me, like shaking her head, like, what is, what is with you? You know, you're like a grown man. Like, yeah, that's a card. Like, what's wrong with you? And she's just like, yeah, I hear you, man. They just, they look at you different. They, you know, yeah, man. They judge so, you. <laughs> it, it's not, it's not been easy. The past, the past um, week has not been easy for me because. <clears throat> I have a hundred on open packs, and I, I don't need to tell you how difficult it is <laughs> like, to just have hundred packs you haven't opened. Sit there, I know. Oh, dude, uh, I know. It, it hasn't been easy. I've actually been avoiding touching Splinterlands on my laptop because I like opening packs on, the, on my on my laptop more than my phone. So yeah. I've been avoiding Splinterlands on my laptops simply because of that. Like, I I I don't want to look at those packs. It's really difficult for me. Like. It, that's why I say it's beyond an addiction. Addiction is like alcohol. Addiction is this. I, I, I could just decide to stop drinking alcohol one day or, or do an intervention. There's no intervention that's going to stop me from playing Splinterlands. Uh, Brian of London is no longer the only guest we've had sucking down. Uh, although he sucks down some wine. It looks like uh, Belimo's into the hard stuff. I mean, is that... Uh... Vodka? Whiskey? What is it? Yeah. Uh, vodka. Vodka, there you go. Straight vodka. Jeez, man. Wow. Man, I hope Putin thought that so he knew that I'm not his enemy too. <laughs> so uh, if you want to bomb Nigeria, let him know some of us drink vodka. So, <laughs> so you mentioned Rabona. Uh they I haven't heard a lot about Rabona. What what's going on with that game? Uh how, what are your views on that going forward? Honestly, um I don't know. Um, I've not really been, um, you know, I've not, I, I'm not even in their Discord or anything. I, I just play the game. I just, I just, I'm not losing every day. Uh, my team, I, I, I just enjoy the fact that I renew players' contracts and I sign new players and I scout new players and stuff. But I, I don't know what's the plan for their development. They have a new platform other than the, the, the first one. They have a V2 platform. It, a beta is in beta stage and i know that there's some development going on but i i i i, I really don't know much about it honestly i i'm just enjoying the game the fact that i 
I set up my team and I see my team beat people, you know, I, I feel like that's awesome, you know, for me to just keep playing. Is Maybe if play I start with the stuff. Is, is it what? a play darn game? Yeah, yeah, it's it kind of, but I mean, the earnings, like you, every season, each season is like uh, like a week. Maybe eight days, and at the end of every season, you earn like zero point six hive between zero point six hive to two hive. So uh, it's not really play. And most of the hive I earn, I just put it back into the game to buy more RBN tokens to improve my team. That's pretty much that's all I've been doing since. Yeah, I, I got into it when it launched, and I I set up a couple of teams and stuff. Well, I set up my team, but um, I just. <sighs> It's it's like D City to me, right? Like D City was like everyone's like, oh, D City is like, oh, this, that, and the third. I was like, I don't want to overthink. <laughs> I mean, like when I start it, getting too, uh, it's too stressful, man. It's so it mm. gets so stressful sometimes, and then and then, unlike Splinterlands, where you can see it all happening. On, on Rabona, you don't see it happening. You just right. by by three thirty or about three thirty p.m. my own time, on on nine thirty a.m. or nine thirty p.m. or three thirty a.m. The, the game just generates a score for you and just says this is this is how the match went. And you can't really check. You can see the formation. You can see how your opponent set up and how you set up, but you can't really see it happening the way in, in the way you can see. A battle in Splinterlands happening where you watch and you see the strategy and you see how this person set up with the healer or the taunt monster or whatever, you know. Yeah, but with 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 Ravona, you can't really see it all happening, so it it, it kind of makes it boring in a certain kind of way. But at the same time, because it's football, I don't know if you follow football, John. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So because it's football. I just like the idea that okay, there could be a football game. Maybe you know this. This is just the beginning. And one thing about me is I, I, I like being with projects that are starting up <clears throat> and projects that don't give you bullshit. Rabona hasn't given us any bullshit really. This is what they have. This is what they have right yeah, now. Yeah. So we're just playing what they have right now, and they might they might decide to upgrade in the future or not. I don't know, but. Mm -hmm. With what they have right now, I'm just playing with what they have right now. Hopefully they'll, hopefully they get better. Hopefully they'll, they'll upgrade the game and maybe we can start seeing simulations of matches and stuff like that sometime in the future. And that'll make mm. the game a lot more fun, you know. So yeah, some type now, of visual to it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's a cool project. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever played Football Manager? <laughs> uh, no, I haven't, but I I know. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I when I the first time I saw Rabona, I thought they were trying to make like football manager but online. Mm -hmm. So with the so I, I figured they were going to add all those like simulations and give you the opportunity to make like halftime substitutions and stuff right, like right, that yeah. to make, to make the game like a lot more exciting. But maybe that could come around somewhere along the line because I hate to I don't want to think that this is the game, like this is everything. I want to believe that they have plans for you know, upgrading it somewhere in the future. It, it's it's crazy that this is what's being like created here, and not just in in Hive, but you know, across the spectrum, is that we're seeing where this is going to start paying people salaries. Like you're going to be able to play games on a blockchain and make a living from it. 
Um, and yep. that to me, like, like, like you said, I, I come from a call of duty background. I mean, that's what I played for like a decade plus. Like, that's it. That's all I played. I never once thought, Hey, I'll make money from this ever. Like, you know, never did I think if I win yeah. this search and destroy match, I'm going to win money. <laughs> but now with cyber X, it's like, you might have a search and destroy mode. And if your team wins, you might win. And then you, actual it's, money. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing to me because i, we, I never thought to... i'd get paid for opening emails but i do well dude i mean listeners is here man did you see did you see what we added to listeners yesterday no i, I saw the video yes i did yeah. not uh tell me get I like it, know. It, 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 it now you can open the emails and you can get different types of emails and you might get a legendary email that does a little shake and you earn um you earn extra listeners tokens and and stuff for for just opening emails so not only do you get paid for reading the emails verifying the emails now you can even get paid more because some of those emails may be a legendary email legendary email legendary email we got yeah, we got three different versions of them. So there's three different types of prizes you can win from just reading them. So, no, and that's the thing. When I tell people about all the stuff that I get paid for, they they they, they think I'm playing. Like they they I, I sometimes it's even really hard to explain to people that I'm like you know I bought a I bought a car from my one game I was playing. I was like, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know how to explain it to people uh, how you, how I'm living off blogging and gaming and just you know stuff like that and 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 you know now you're adding emails very soon we're just going to be getting paid for breathing you know like, <laughs> or, drink, or drinking vodka man you know you get paid for drinking like, vodka right? yeah well yeah. at some Super point you, at some point you hold up that bottle the the to to Drink that vodka versus another companies. They're gonna have to pay you. Hey, pay me to drink. Yeah, man. Man, that would be the life. Well, mm. we're 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 sitting here talking, and we know our ex Polly uh, is uh, growing in value, at least according to Polly. So, I mean, it's every every moment there's more Polly going into the ex Polly contract, and that helps us if we stake Polly. Yeah, like you, you, you just chill. Like you just spend your whole life chilling. You get to the point where you don't even have to walk. Where you walk for fun. Well, ActiFit pays you to walk. Sorry. ActiFit pays you to walk. <laughs> so you, you get you, paid you for get walking. Paid while you're walking around, put up hey. the post. Now they'll auto-vote you. You get a little bit of hive, and you get some ActiFit. Maybe forty, fifty, a fits. Yeah, man, it just—it just sometimes it just feels—it just feels a bit surreal to me. You know, the mm -hmm. whole thing, everything going on, it just feels a little bit surreal to me. I, like, I—I I get a little bit emotional about the whole thing because I'm—I'm—I'm—I studied engineering in university, and I always thought I'd be an engineer and everything. And then here I am, four, five years later, for after five years after finishing my university, and I have mm -hmm. zero experience in engineering. Like zero. <laughs> zero. And, and, and you realize you get paid, you make a living by pushing buttons. You just push the button on the computer or on the phone, just pushing buttons and playing Splinterlands, pushing a button, and 
I, I was at the gym. I was at the gym one day, and then I came for a mo- for the morning session. For like, it was the first time I came for the morning fe- session in like mm. you know months. I don't come for the morning session because I wake up whenever the hell I want to. So I, <laughs> so I went to I went for the morning session, and then and then somebody at the gym was like, "Yo, you you attend the gym?" I was like, "Yeah, I only come for the evening session." Then they wanted to give me fitness advice, like morning is better. I was like, "Yeah, I know, but I I don't wake up in the morning." <laughs> like, like, what about work? I was like, "Yeah, my work doesn't really care." <laughs> I push buttons. I, felt- I can do that at any time. <laughs> I can do. Like, don't don't stress me, man. I don't. I I wake up whenever I want to, and and I and you know, like this whole thing, this whole thing with crypto kind of makes me feel like kind of makes me wish I. I had like an economics background or like accounting mm. background, you know that kind of stuff. Like to make me like really appreciate, you know, the the, the you know the quality and the, the value of everything. But I've I've had to learn it on the fly. I've been you know you read a lot of documents and publications and stuff like that. And you learn it on the go. But sometimes I just wish like man, I wish I I wish I didn't spend those five years doing engineering because here is five years. I wish I didn't spend those five years doing engineering. I wish I did something else with my time you know that kind of thing mm. like something management or economics or finance related but here we are today you know so it's still awesome well mm. to, i i i i went to school for economics and there's a reason why economists uh are very negative on cryptocurrency is because cryptocurrency doesn't fit into their models they they can't figure out how to integrate it in because it their models are based upon scarcity and cryptocurrency isn't scarcity. I mean, as we, we were talking earlier about Cub and X-Poly and A-Cub uh, and uh, all these other Cub variations that will be coming out. And, you know, you're, the Cub you're holding, you'll get airdrops on, on all of them. Um, you know, we're really rewriting the script with cryptocurrency. And this is where I, I think abundance is, is to be had, because like you said, you just mentioned all the different ways you get get paid. Uh, and, and, you know, you're asking for, well, maybe I could do this. And it's like, oh, well, that app's out there. Just use Activate. You can get paid to walk. And, you know, at some point you'll get paid to drink vodka. I mean, somebody will pay you. You know, maybe you'll get an NFT for for buying your hundredth bottle of that company's vodka or whatever. I mean, they'll pay you. Anybody see that, just contact me, please. <laughs> please. Yeah, you know, hey, here, here's, think of this way. What if the, what if a vodka company advertised in uh, a game and all of a sudden, because you participate in the game and you buy a... Uh, a, a bottle of vodka in the game with the in-game currency, you actually get an NFT that can be redeemed for a real bottle. I mean, these are the type of things that NFTs can do. So, yeah, faith, you may get paid to drink vodka. Man. Then you'll never get to the gym. Never. <laughs> Who needs the gym? <laughs> no, really, man. No. Like, you're saying you like, it's, 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 it's a joke now, but I mean, stuff like this is going to happen. There are already football clubs making NFTs. There are already big businesses like you know traditional businesses doing NFTs of stuff like this. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, where where it 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 sounds like a joke now, but this is actually really possible. I mean, for somebody else, I probably won't take that deal because 
you know, I like being married. But <laughs> <laughs> you wake up late enough as it is. You don't need any yeah, more help. Yeah, I, I, I don't even give us. But oh, but smart. really, like it's actually something that could actually happen. It's actually something that could actually happen. Yeah, and, they, and that's what they're... and that's what makes this industry really interesting. Like how um, it doesn't really matter where you are, um, your location. Like 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 it's really global. Like it, it just made the whole world seem so small to me because I I didn't have access to a lot of the things that I have access to now. Mm. I'm on a video call with somebody in Canada and someone in America, and as as that, that sounds it may sound so trivial to you guys, but like it's a big deal for people like us in Nigeria because we don't really have access to stuff like this normally. We don't have access to to invest in an opportunity that everybody else in the world is investing to. We're usually cut off from stuff like this. But the crypto, mm. the crypto industry, and that's what makes me really appreciate the crypto. And that's what makes me stay. That's what makes me know that I'm going to be here forever. Is because the crypto industry really like just just broke down the wall, like right. preventing us from, you know, from from reaching and 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 and, and getting um, um getting the opportunity to invest in 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 the global market, that kind of thing, you know. Mm. So it's it's a really big deal. It's a really big deal, honestly. Well, yeah, because you think about it, typically for most people, now there are some people who get high enough in, in certain countries and, and in certain companies that they, they, they're international, they're, they're global conglomerates, so they, they are able to, to supersede this. But for most of us, our earning potential is based upon our local market, where we are located geographically now somebody yeah. like john who's been involved in the internet he was able to supersede that but for most of us like for 30 years i was in sales and all my sales were in a, a local geographic territory so what you were saying is in nigeria for the most part most people are dependent upon the nigerian economy for their sustenance yep. you have superseded that because like you just said, you're dependent on the hive economy. You're dependent on the Splinterlands economy. You're now uh, dependent on the BSC and the polygon economy and the Leo yeah. finance economy. And you're able yeah. to tap into these different global networks. And like you exactly. said, even though BSC and, and, and all that and polygon yeah. different blockchains, you look at it and I do the same thing. It's all Leo yeah. Finance to me, which Leo exactly. Finance is right. hive. And so you're tapped into that economy. You are benefiting from it. That economy can grow regardless of what's happening in the United States, Canada, Nigeria, Australia, or wherever. That's growing based upon the network exactly. effect across the entire globe. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, it, and, and it's awesome because we're just ordinary people. You know, like you said, like most times the people that break these boundaries are, you know, billionaires, millionaires, those high-end people. But now we're just ordinary people having access to a global market, and 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 that's just that's just fucking huge. Like I I don't know how else to describe it honestly. Like it's just a big deal that ordinary people with average Joes can just have access to. To, to own tokens of a platform like Leo Finance, for example, 
And every time I'm looking at Carl talking on, on those podcasts with Scary Cat Guide and, and the Neil, uh, and I'm just looking at all of them, and I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm part of this. Like, look, look at these people saying all this useful shit on this YouTube. <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> and, uh, like, look at these guys. Like, I'm part of this. Like, you know, good well, going, guys. You know, I, here's let's go one step further and, and frame it in this way. You look at Cal and watch Cal on video wherever he is, and he's doing this stuff on behalf of you. He's going out and he has the developers and he's creating this stuff and he's doing the research to incorporate this in. And we all, he's doing it all on our behalf. Now he's doing it for his, his own sake too. He's part of it, but we benefit. I mean, you and I and, and, and uh, John didn't think up Polycub and we didn't think up this, there's a mathematics behind it and we didn't write up the docs, but guess what? We got tokens going into X Polygub, and we're watching Everything. them go up and up and up, and we're saying we're getting more tokens, we're getting more tokens. Mm. You and, know, and 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 the math behind that Polygub thing is really interesting. Like, I'm I'm really fascinated because I like to see one year down the line. Well, you're, you're an engineer, so you love that mathematical crap. Oh, it, it uh, re going through it, going through it. I was really like, I was I was entertained by reading the document. I don't even. If anybody has experienced reading documents of being entertained, uh huh. I said only an engineer would be entertained by something <laughs> like that. Or I, I, I can't explain it. Going going through the documents when I was reading, especially the part about the the risk free volume, risk free mm. value rather. Um, going through the document, I was really entertained from it because the the concept behind it is simple, really. If anybody has done a differential equation, if you've ever done any differential equation, you know when something tends to infinity. That's basically what they are doing there. That's what that's basically the, the, the concept behind risk-free value, where the protocol owned liquidity keeps going up based on the investments. And then the total number of po- polycorp keeps going down based on the fact that it, the maintain rate is reducing and then the buyback stuff is going on. So I, I'm I, I and then there's the ex-polycorp, you know, that keeps going up and management fees, buying it back and all that shit. And everything going on, it, it just really was interesting to to read. It, I don't know if, you know, nothing, nothing, everything you read on the document is always ideal condition. So I'm really interested to see how it would be like after a year. But, but I don't lie, I was really excited. I was really excited. And those of us earning airdrops now, where I think we're like, like we're like front row seats for a show where like we're in the best position because we are the ones getting the, the you know the fastest printing rates this period where there'll be one million polycorp beyond this period yeah. if everything goes according to the schedule the amount of polycorp in circulation is going to keep reducing and reducing i mean it's going to take a long time before we even get to two million we're going to get to one million fast but it's going to take a really long time before we get to two million corps yeah, and then it keeps slowing down because it keeps having once a month. So yeah. after you get past the first four or five weeks, then it keeps having once a month and it's just going to take a while. And you get you get 10 months, 12 months down the road, the, the amount of polycub creating might be in the tens of thousands for the entire month. I mean, I've, I've exactly. never said, figured the math, but it's like, you know, we, we, we well, with the airdrop will be over, but, you know, you, you might be going in. And you look at one ex-polycub 
may require 100 polycup or 200 polycup. That's probably going to happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and if, if, if everything goes according to plan, Polycorp is probably going to be kind of turn into like something like Bitcoin where you don't necessarily want to sell it because there's no point in selling it. There's really you lose when you sell because nobody's selling. Like it's it's going to be like one of those assets where you you, you can take like I, I talk in my publication, I talk about how it it seems like something you can use as collateral for taking loans or something Bingo. like so so i feel like that's the plan I, I don't know if that was the plan for polycorp but when i read the documents that's what i saw that was just what i was seeing there like this shit is awesome for collateral because i mean i if somebody offered me this and i read his document i someone say hey i like to borrow two thousand dollars and give me polycorp oh like, yeah, yeah give me polycorp give me polycorp take the money because i it it just looks like something that's always going to go up at, like it just has that potential so well, and I agree with you. I, I wrote a post uh, last night, and I, I basically titled it "Never, ne- Never Ever Sell Your Polycup." Uh, and and some people, or your ex, I read it. Ex Polycup, and and some people were like, "Well, you got to do it to eventually cash out." And, and the comments, and you know, why would I take gold and bury it and never dig it up? And it's like, no, collateralize it. And I would say I have no insider information, but I would say it only makes sense that if Cal, Cal will probably build a collateralization platform into Polycup so that we can go in and start collateralizing the Polycup, X Polycup, excuse me, not Polycup, yeah. the X Polycup in there. And so, yeah. like you said, you could go and maybe tie it into, you know, well, they could probably tie it into HBD or, you know, USD or whatever they want to and say, okay, you, uh, somebody can go in and put up uh, $4,000 worth of, of X polygub and get $2,000 in loan, you know, the 50% rule or whatever. And then you take that $2,000 and you have to pay it back over the course of whatever, 10 weeks or whatever you agreed to. And there, there's a way to collateralize it. And then, and then you could just use like all that, the fees, whatever they generate, the profit, whatever they generate, just put it back into the protocol, the POL, yep, and then just buy back, and then the polygon keeps going up. Did I listened to the AMA before this, and I think it's in the next week, bonding is going to start. They're bringing bonding to the uh, to the site. So that's going to create even more fees, and people will have an opportunity to get into that and you know get a 10% discount, which means a quick 10% return in five days and things of that nature. Uh, and of course, that will d- diminish over time as, as the bonding uh, grows and expands. So uh, there's just other layers to this that they're bringing in that is just real interested. And in. you know, we just sit there say, okay, this all helps me, fine. Yeah. My, my ex poly couple go up fine. I like it. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm <laughs> that not is, that is, I like it. Some people were saying, oh, well, the, the, the price of polycup is dropping. It's going to go down to under a dollar. It's going to four cents or five, 40 cents or whatever. And I'm like, who cares? At this point, I'm just watching how much polycup I get for each ex polycup because at some point in time, the, uh, the dynamics are going to switch because of what you were saying with the fee structure and the diminishing polycup creation that yeah. 
the USD value will have to increase. In fact, I want the USD value to go down because I can take Leo, make it P Leo, swap it over and get more X polyco or get more poly than I polycup. would. Then put it in X polycup. And then put it in X polycup. So, I mean, I would mm -hmm. actually love to see 40 cent polycup because that means, you know. Probably won't happen. Probably won't happen. But even if it, if, if, if it does happen, it, it won't last long because there are many people thinking the same thing you're thinking now. Yeah. Especially yeah, since I now said it on air and there's you like... Said it, uh, you said it. You, you just ruined it for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I ruined it for all of us because well, I don't know if you were. We have about 90 million listeners each each episode. At least that's Shit. what John and I think. Uh, you know, we might be off our accounting. Our accounting about, skills are lacking a little bit too, but... Trillions. Yeah. Mm. Trillions. Trillions. We're, 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 we're talking to all those... I'm like half of so anything else? Uh, you're big on Twitter. You're you're a big Twitter uh, uh, person. You're always out there talking on Twitter and 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 horsing around and and talking about yeah. hive, having fun. Uh, what what yeah. drives you to do that? Is that just because you 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 want to get away from your wife and so you need something to do when you're not involved in Splinterlands or are you part of the Twitter army or uh, what what do you, what do you do there? What drives my you wife is going to see this video. So hey wife, I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I I enjoy using Twitter. I um I have a lot of friends from real life on Twitter that uh, I interact with, and then you know, Twitter is, a, is is also one of the places where you get information. Although a lot of the information you can tell that the information is really curated on Twitter. Like they only let you see what they want you to see on Twitter. So uh, I use Twitter because it's fun and there are a lot of fun memes. I, I like memes. And, and I'm working on the meme industry myself. I'm trying to improve my meme game. So you're probably going to see more memes from me. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm using Twitter to learn the art of memology, memography. <laughs> Anyways, the, make a meme. Uh, and then and then there are just a lot of inter interesting characters on Twitter and every now and then I, I, I love I watching you and Trump man go back. And I was going to say, <laughs> your, what are your thoughts on Trump man? That was yeah. my next. That's question. that's the highlight of my day when I see these two going back and forth. It's yeah yeah. <laughs> you know you know the first time I saw Trump man it was back in steamy days. Um, yeah. He posted his he posted, it was it was a really funny publication. Then he's right on STEM, and he wrote something. He said it was like animals with the most impressive dicks you've ever seen. Like that was. Is that, STEM? Is, is that a STEM related topic? And I, and I saw the publication. I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? I love this guy." <laughs> it was it was something like that. And then, and then he, he every single time he's talking about some dick or the other one dick or the other thing. Like, I love this guy. I love this guy. And and that's how we became friends. And and he. <laughs> That's how we became friends. <laughs> That's how we became friends. I saw this dude. He was talking about dicks. And I was like, this is <laughs> 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 
I don't feel I don't feel good at all right now. Now, oh. now, now, John, is this an appropriate time to mention the cummy token since we're talking about this or, or no? Oh man, that's like you know. Just, and could he have cross posted that in D porn or, or I not? just work here, man. I just, <laughs> So, oh, so wow. that that's how we became friends. It, it's a weird thing to say, but and I, I started interacting with his post, and then we started we, we talked on Discord, and he he shares a lot of stuff information with me, and he talks about mm. Greece, and I have plans to relocate to Europe, so he tells me stuff about Europe, and you know, and we're we we're, we're really cool. We we talk on Discord every now and then, and you know, you see us on Twitter and. We there's always you know you know John John already knows you yeah. we always we talk shit we talk shit on Twitter that's what I'll say yeah, uh, yeah well I mean that, that's Trump man and you, you look at his comments on most posts he talks about dicks or ass or <laughs> with inserting one in the other I mean it, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a comment where he talked about anything else. Honestly, oh boy! Look at the viewers. Look at the live viewers. We had a whole bunch of live viewers. Now we got one left. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a Greek thing? Do you know? Because I mean, it's like they they have a saying going Greek. I mean, they you know are not. I you know. I I I enjoy our conversations. Me and him, we we talk whenever we talk on Discord or or Twitter or whatever. Like I just I just. I just love the guy. I don't know. I, I I look forward to meeting him one day and just kicking it with him and stuff. But he's he's really fun. Uh, you know, I like I like people like that. I like people that are just fun and just you know, life is serious. I know there's a lot of serious shit going on in life, but you know, you know, why so serious at the same time? You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes just chill and and talk shit. You know, I go I get blocked a lot on Twitter sometimes because. I think everybody's Trump man. <laughs> and <laughs> I get blocked a lot. Uh, I, I think I think maybe sometimes I just be scrolling through tweets and you just see this viewer does not allow you to see the uh, like oh yeah, got blocked. Wow. Well moving move beyond Trump, man. One one final question. You mentioned your wife's on, on Hive. You have other family members. Is your sister on Hive? You, yeah, young boss Karen. Yes, so mm. so your sister's on Hive, and and so you have a few Brother, family mm. members on Hive. Yeah, I have my sister is on Hive. She's young boss Karen. My brother is on Hive. He's a doctor too. He's a bingo E B I N G O, and my cousin is on Hive. Mm. Um, Tari Tarila Young, that's her username, and. Uh, and then I have friends from real life on Hive to a lot of some. Of them, I call them my family, but we're you know we're, we're close friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. good. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I have a bunch. Of, I try to get my dad on Hive. I think he spent two hours. <laughs> I tried. Yeah, it, it's, it's good. Difficult. It's the attempt. It's the it's the attempt that counts. Man. I tried. Yeah. I tried. Uh, I tried to get him on Hive. He liked the idea of public because my dad is a microbiologist, 
So he he has a lot of publications that he has written in the past and he didn't share them. So he was thinking of sharing them on Hive and stuff. So I tried to get him on Hive when I was at home, when I visited home. That was last time I visited home was in 2020 or 20 early 20 early 2021, early last year. I tried to get him on Hive and you know to get active on Hive, but it didn't really work out. But he, at least he, he spent two hours on Hive. I tried. Yeah, good. Maybe revisit again as Hive gets a little bigger and as crypto gets easier to use and understand. Well, yeah. dude, oh, I mean, oh, my dad you... actually has investment in Cub. Dude. In Cub, he has an investment yeah. in Cub. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I. I to invest uh, like in about $500 into Corp Finance. So he's mm. he's farming Corp and Polycorp right now. I managed oh, okay. it all for him. Did, but, you, you, know, you did get him to, to do the Polycorp thing. Good. Nice. Maybe that'll bring him back to Hive. Yeah, yeah. He's getting Polycorp airdrop. Yeah, nice. yeah. He's, he's, he's getting Polycorp airdrop and stuff like and And, you know, when any other airdrop that comes along, with, I, I got him some cake too. Some of my farm from from the farming on Cop Finance, I've been buying a little some cake for him. That's pancake cake, right? And then also, you know, he's earning the airdrop for Polycop too. So yeah, know, at least he's I, I would crypto, suggest so, that you somehow. know, at at his age, just keep him out of X Polycop. That's too risky for for his age bracket. So anybody uh you know who's thinking about going in x polycup don't uh just yeah. don't it's a bad idea keep it in polycup that that's what you want to do and uh, I'll, I'll be willing to take the risk and, and live dangerously in x polycup on it's, your behalf. it's a very don't it's very dangerous that. don't buy x polycup okay don't, don't stick <laughs> your yeah, polycup don't do it bad don't do bad it. for you uh, let takmas me do it <laughs> Well, how, dude, much I mean, how much X Polycub do I need, Belimo, to get my to get my damn NFT back? Hmm. I don't know. I, every time I I just go to my my uh, Angel Angel, you know that thing that um 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 Mark is it? Who built that thing? Who built that thing? Uh, the, the, uh, the wolf did. Real wolf. wolf Real wolf. Real yeah. wolf. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so I just, I, I just, I just look at my taskmaster there, and I'm like, yeah, I own him. Nothing can take this away from me. <laughs> no, it can't be. I, I unless nothing. I can't, it's can't even, It's in your own wallet. Can't even take it away. It's, it's right. Sometimes, sometimes I look at your publication, and I'm like, look at that awesome publication. The person I own published. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not letting it go. <laughs> sorry, there's no ex club in the world that can take that. I'm sorry. That's funny. Nice try, dude. <laughs> you have enough polycub to last you, so you don't need mine. The, 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 owning my uh, NFT is more important. Yep. That's when I, every time I see your, every time I see your publication or your videos that you post with your Leo Finance account, I'm like, nah. You know, it's I own him, so I technically own this awesome publication, so you know. You need royalties, man. You need to like get paid for all of this stuff. Like he should you know, set I you feel up like, like, like you know. I feel like you guys should get Lord Butterfly on this show, right? And tell him how I'm gonna get my royalties. Because he's the one behind high folks. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Get Lord Butterfly on this show and and let him tell us how 
I'm going to get my royalties from owning Taskmaster because I need to know. I own That's the next step. And also, how I'm not going to give royalties to whoever owns me. We need to figure out. <laughs> Yeah, who owns who owns you, man? Who's got your NFT? I I, I think Brian of London. Brian of London, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, I think yes. Brian of London. I'm not sure yeah. though. Mm-hmm. I've seen. I I think there there are four editions, right? Four. Yeah, five? yeah, something like that. Four or five editions, yeah. Four or five editions. I think Brian of London owns one. I I don't know who owns the other. I but, thought there were three think, of each person. Did they? No, expand? I think there are four. Four. Yeah, different four. rarities. Yeah. Oh. Blue, red, green, but then there's the red with the hive, the logo. hive logo on it. Yeah. 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 It's fun. So, I need to find I gotta buy mine. I've been using the JPEG version of mine for, for Twitter. So, you know. I don't know. No one's gonna sell I, me. I, I'm probably not gonna use the one that I own of Taskmaster. That's my display picture. Mm. That's I what you do. do. Use that as your profile pic from now on. It's like because it's mine. Yeah. See, I, I own it. I own you, sir. <laughs> you you start doing that. You start using my my profile pic, and I'll show up at some hive gathering, and they'll see me and they'll say, "Hey, you're Belimo." Huh? It's like no, no, no. Yeah, huh? Belimo. See that you're in his pic. You're in his post. No, that's you. They'll think you're I, me or I'm you. We're us. We're us. <laughs> uh, dude, let, let me tell you though, you are a, you are a huge asset to Hive, man. Um, uh, you're you. definitely one of the one of the, the 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 good dudes on this blockchain that the um, that we all benefit from with your content and how you are on Twitter and everything that you do to help promote Hive and. So we're very grateful that you uh, decided to come and hang out with us. A little late, but you know what? We're not going to hold that against you. It's okay. It's all right. Thank you. Thank you. I am so sorry. Uh, I, 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 honestly, the time zone thing fucked with me. I uh, thought it was going to be nine. It turned out to be seven. Yeah, that's well, nah, all good, man. No, it was good. It was good. So yeah, dude. Um, thanks for coming and rocking with us. Uh, and um, a pleasure. And a, yeah, and uh, we're we'll definitely get you a badge one day. I'm gonna get all these badges that Arcane set up for me to give out to all the guests, and I'll figure it out one day. I promise. Hey, hey I got a solution on. You that. know, you said it last week. I'm starting to I doubt know. this. I'm starting to doubt you. You said I this know. last week. I I saw you saying. I watched you say. It. I know. I know, dude. I, I I I think I got a solution to that John. Yeah. Well, Brian of London, you know, kind of made himself like the third stooge. Yeah. And okay. Fair enough. He has technical skills. So why don't we just like delegate that to him and say, you're part of the team, but you're the official badge meister. Badge giver outer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. figure that stuff out. And that way, like, people get their badges within six I months. I know, dude. I just. Oh, and then he could figure out he could work with Arcane so he could give himself like 10 stars because he shows up 10 times in a month and a half. I mean, he could do all that stuff. I, I John is just thinking about all the clicking and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> it's If it was just to press a button and send, I could do that. Arcane sent me a list of things I have to do. To It's not just press a button. So it's with me, I'm an idiot. I'm not that smart. 
I like things that are simple. That's why I have an Apple phone because I that's like one button. Cub. I, yeah, that's why I like Cub. I don't have to think about it. Put it in a kingdom. He knows how to buy it. He doesn't have to go with another chain and figure out what gas do I use here? Matic? What's yeah, that? Matic. I didn't even know what Matic was until 72 hours ago. So I do that. Sure. Hey All John, why don't why don't you start researching Avalanche chain? So that way when it comes up, you're 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 up to date on it. Hold on, is, is Avalanche the next on the line? We or... don't know what the next one is. Um you know, Phantom. Phantom and Avalanche are being looked at, but part and and Cal said they can adjust to either one. The the contingency is something. Sometimes what happens with the blockchains themselves? Because like Thorchain, they wanted to go Thorchain early, but Thorchain had all sorts of problems. So you know, they, yeah, you don't yeah. know if there's unexpected developments with at the blockchain level that says, okay, we'll hold off here. And they also want to they also want to jump ahead of the curve. So if there's something that's like just taking off and getting hot, they want to copy and paste and put Cub Finance on there to take advantage of the momentum on that chain. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah. it's kind of hard to project or maybe that's all just bullshit and cal just doesn't want to tell us like he didn't want to tell us the name of project blank why why doesn't he want to tell us i don't know i don't know the guy, guy so you can start putting hashtags out from now right exactly. yeah we like seeing project blank we are you excited about that app i know you don't yeah. like the name but are you excited about the app like me and john I, i'm I'm excited about the concept because it's actually a concept I've talked about before. I on the show, you remember last week on the show, he talked about how um Project Blank is going to be the activities on Project Blank is going to be custom JSON transaction. And and it's something that I actually talked about because I was talking about the the disadvantages of platforms like DBoss and I don't know if you guys have used Likey too. Have you ever used Likey too? You guys know about like I, I I tried it once. I I yeah, I tried it once. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking about the disadvantages of 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 like two and and DBoss, even though they are really good plot, they are really good front ends on their own. Like when you look at tweet uh, at buzzes, is that what they call it? Buzz? When you look at buzzes on, on DBoss and you look at posts on like two, they are awesome there. But the problem is most people don't use like to and, and DBoss. Most people just log into Hive with Picked or Hive.blog or Leo Finance. And then when we see your publications, when we see your like to post, it just looks fucking dumb. Let's be honest. Like it looks fucking dumb when you look at a tweet. It, it, when you look at one of those buzzes on, 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 on Picked, for example, it doesn't look right. Let me not say dumb. Let me not say dumb. Dumb is, is, is not fair. To to do it, it doesn't look right. It doesn't it looks out of place because those other platforms, the, the popularly used plat, the popular platforms are meant for long form content. So the idea of using JSON JSON you know transactions like you know for the way we use Splinterlands, Splinterlands transactions are JSON transactions. Mm -hmm. So it's just in the blockchain there, but it's not really showing in the front end and and you know spamming everybody's pages. And that means we also have the opportunity to to tweet as many times as we want to it's awesome it's how it's supposed to be it's how i, I it's how i imagine it would be so i i don't know when they intend to 
spring project blank. Can we stop calling it that? Whenever the <laughs> whenever project blank is going to come, you know, to life. But whenever it decides to come to life, to I, it's it's a nice idea. I hope that they follow through because the, the way Carl talked about it, I don't think they really like really really like started working on it. I don't think they have. And maybe I'm maybe I'm just me. I'm just speculating, but I feel like. If there if there was information, he would have teased us with it. He would have given us some teasers. He didn't really give any teasers about. He he talked about the JSON transactions and and stuff like that, but I, I, he didn't really give like teasers to make you excited to give you a hard on for it. But so I I don't know. Yeah, well, it, a lot of it's dependent on the Leo Mobile because they're going to take that front end and roll it over and they have to get stuff with Leo mobile, right. And tied into Leo infra and all that other stuff. So I I know he's trying to, to get that all put together. And so once Leo mobile is, you know, where you say, Hey, this is working really freaking well and and everything's converged and incorporated, then we probably can start surmising and harass them and saying, when the project blank, but I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's for the next uh, quarter or two. So we're, we're, we're... I, I don't think so. I think I think we'll probably get more information about it by the end of the year. And that's assuming he does the that's assuming we don't get the Phantom Club or Avalanche Club. Uh, assuming those ones don't come along before it. Well, they they will, but and he has a big <laughs> enough team to to work on that. But I agree with you. I we might get an MVP uh, version of Project Blank by the end of the year. We might see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he's got enough of a development team, and there's different developers working on the the Phantom Cub and the Avalanche Cub and whatever else. So they, they're working on different things. I think he has about 15 developers uh, now working on stuff. So they're they're going a lot of different directions, which is going to be cool when it's all tied together. Yep, I, I I like the fact that everything is still going to come back to Leo at some some way. Everything is still going to send value back to Leo. Well, I mean, even as John and I were talking uh, earlier, it's just when you take your Leo and you put it on BSC or you put it on uh, Polygon, that is spreading the Leo out and giving other people access to Leo as opposed to going through Hive Engine or it all being staked on chain. So one of the big things is you want to have the token available to people who want to come in and say, yeah, I'd like to curate on Leo. How do I get myself 10,000 Leo or 5,000 Leo? And it's like, well, you can put in buy orders on Hive Engine for the next six months and maybe you'll get to 2,000. But when you go into these liquidity pools, then instantly you can pick up a grand or a thousand or two. Yeah. And that'll help. Yeah. I, I moved some Leo to, to Polygon too. I, I, I'm not even farming or anything. I just moved it because, you know, why not? I I just had Leo in my wallet. I just moved. I was like, let me put some Leo here in my Polygon wallet. I want to see P Leo in my wallet too. I want to be one of the cool kids. <laughs> it only costs you one Leo to move it over, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so, well, you know, at the end of the day, we'll, we'll, we'll find out what's, we'll find out the plan. We'll, we'll know the plan from from Carl and and he'll tell us what you know what a lot of us are because because I, I know that I'm not the only one excited about this um, project blank 
Um, I this guy Adrian. Um, is he's on top. He talked about Project Blank regularly on Leo, uh, and he just a lot of us are really just excited about using this short. This this it's going to take away the need for Twitter. Oh my! If when Project Blank comes around, I'm going to find an. I'm going to have a new place where I'm going to post my memes, where you're going to really see me in, on like, like the memes I'm going to make because I'm really working hard towards making memes. I have an app and everything. And you, John, you need to get this app. Like, I think the name of the app is, is what's the name? Uh, it's somehow something. Hold on. Am I still showing? Yeah, you're here. Yeah. Sandstorm. That's the name of the app. Sandstorm. Sandstorm. All right. Sandstorm. Well, now. Yeah. You do realize that you can use Project Blank to post to Twitter, or you will be able to use the Project Blank app to post post to Twitter. You can post to false places. So you can still engage with your Twitter people if you want. They should come to Project Blank. <laughs> well, that's true too. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I like Twitter sent me, you know, I told you I get blocked a lot on Twitter. I say a lot of dumb shit on Twitter that <laughs> I'll get away with it on Hive, but I say a lot of dumb shit and I hate working on, I hate living, I hate living in fear. I hate feeling like I'm going to say something to somebody and one day they're going to report me because I said, hey, shut up. Oh, mm. I said, no, I don't agree with you. You're wrong. Or I say, I don't like this. You like this. And they report me. I, I And I hate, I hate feeling that way so i'm on borrow time on twitter online i'm on borrow time every time i'm tweeting my wife says this is the day they'll ban your account and <laughs> <laughs> i'm typing a tweet and i'm typing a tweet and i show her like look at what this idiot said look at i'm replying to. she said they're going to ban your account today uh, <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm really tired of, i'm really tired of feeling i i hate that feeling i i yeah. hate I hate that feeling. I, I don't get that feeling on high. Worst case, you downvote me. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. We are best. Yeah, but I, I hate feeling like I hate feeling like you can just kick me out. Like like this is not my. I don't own this account. I'm just borrowing this account from you. I have I hate that feeling. Well, you can log in with Keychain or Hive Signer or half or whatever they use to log in and nobody can take yes. your account away from nobody you. can take my account away from me on hive but here i, I i'm just bored just bored i i i have followers whatever yeah i have friends yeah whatever but at the end of the day it's, it's not my account it's not their account too all it takes is somebody to not like what you said and they just report you and they delete your twitter account that's yeah. not some shit that i that's not some shit that i I want to continue. I, I want to keep, you know, living with. Uh, I, so I'm really excited about Project Blank. Whenever Leo Final decides to get it started, I'm going to shield the shit out of it. I'm going to market it as much as I can. Whenever I, whenever it rolls out, I'm going to I'm going to go aggressive on my marketing and stuff. So I'm I'm excited about it. And, and we'll let Cal know if the name is Project Blank. Belimo is going to be very pissed. I'm going to be fucking pissed if that's the real name. I think it should just be called vodka. You know why not? Right. No, I yeah. I bought my six vods. I'm gonna be calling each tweet vods. <laughs> vods. Vods. Uh, uh, well, well, you can name the token that the vod token. See, just see, we're making progress already. 
See, we yeah. I feel like we, we're making progress already. We need to just take this project away from Carl and just start working on it right now. We'll get John to do anything that involves pushing one button. That's all I need, man. Well, I well, just need one button. See, John will like Project Blank because he knows how to use Twitter and it's going to be laid out like Twitter. So he, he, he really is okay with that. I thought you were going to say you'll get John to code it and that would be fun. <laughs> HTML, open tag, close tag. I mean, that's, hey, at that's least you can cool. at least you can spell HTML. I I sometimes I mess that up. Don't worry, I will screw that up too. Yeah, yeah. that's and how you do it. Yeah, he's the technical one of the two of us. He does the editing and all this other stuff. So that that's how far out him and I are. He's the technical. Hold on. John is the technical one. Yeah. He does all okay. the editing for the videos and all this other stuff, and he he sets up uh, what's on here. That's why he sends me the link the same way I sent you the link. He sets it all up. He has the account. I don't know how to do any of this shit. It's one button. Well, that's one more <laughs> than I know how to use. I know how to use zero of the buttons. So <laughs> one button. I remember. I remember trying to get Taskmaster on my on my Twitter space one time. Oh, fuck oh, that Twitter. Is... I was sitting there waiting for him to show up. The damn I mean, thing like... wouldn't let me in. But but it was a simple problem. I was trying to load, get in on my desktop, and you have to do it phone? on. You don't have Twitter on your phone, do you? I, I do now because I had I to because of that. Now now I can be on your 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 spacey thing there because I I got Twitter <laughs> on my phone. I had and you know why? Not only did I have that problem. A freaking week later, the CTT guys couldn't record because, like, um, Eddie P Eddie Spino wasn't around to record it. So Dan was trying to record it. He couldn't do it. And there was some problem with Discord. So they said, hey, let's set it up on Twitter. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. So I got to go to Twitter now. And, like, they're like, do you want to come on task? I'm like, I can't. I'm on my desktop. I, it's not on my phone. So, like. A week later. That was two weeks in a row I had that, and I, I got the, the Twitter on my phone now, which, by the way, they haven't had a CTT since because, like, Matt's been in the war zone and Dan was on vacation or something. Or, um, you know, so I loaded Twitter on for no reason, and now not only is Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Twitter is, is now going through all my photos and my album and everything I do and tracking me and they know when I go to the bathroom and all that stuff. I, I, I'm not sure if that's how it works, but... Well, it, it does if you take a selfie. Uh, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sound like well, my dad, I swear. <laughs> just, you know, just hope for him. <laughs> well, at least you know the selfie is, so there's progress. Yeah. Yep, and I and I know what a meme is, even though it's good. Good. Me. By the way, do you have uh, some Shiba Imnu? Or are you getting into the meme? Shiba Imnu. <laughs> the meme memes themselves. I I have I have some Shiba Inu. I have some Shiba Inu, but not on chain. I had um how many dollars? I had um okay. See, the reason why I bought Shiba Inu and nobody should judge me. <laughs> it was really cheap, right? And I wanted to have a million of something. 
So, so I basically had like forty or fifty dollars about that on Binance Exchange, I, and so I bought Shiba, you know, and I had like one point something million Shiba, you know, I was like, okay, God, all you need to do is make Shiba, you know, one dollar one day in this life. Doesn't matter when, doesn't matter when, just make Shiba, you know, one dollar one day, and I have a million dollars, okay. And me and God just, you know, we just had an agreement and then I bought Shiba Inu. So that's why I have Shiba Inu. I have six million Safe Moon. What What the fuck is oh, Safe Moon? I remember when that was being promoted, uh, holy hell, on uh, on uh, Leo Finance. Everybody thought Safe, Safe Moon was the Mooner. Yeah. Is it yeah, is it, it's... Is it on Binance? Yeah, well, it's 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 a BSC token. Um, it's worth three dollars. My six uh, million safe moon, and and I bought this on. I the bought it and I was laughing. No, no. <laughs> what, what what did what did you spend on it? 50 oh, bucks? It, uh, fifty bucks. Yeah, fifty. So it went $50. from fifty bucks to three. To three on the recommendation of Blaine. <laughs> No, this thing happened. Financial advice. Hey, but you know, let's look on the bright side. You know, this is—I think this is the bottom right now. So, you know, time to buy safe moon, everybody. Hey, everybody <laughs> watching, buy <laughs> safe moon. Don't stake polycarb on X polycarb. Sell your buy X polycarb and buy safe moon, according to exactly. Bolimo. Yes, that's financial <laughs> advice from Bolimo. Financial <laughs> advice: buy safe moon. <laughs> Don't stick and, 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 and keep in mind, he's been drinking vodka the whole show and probably was drinking before the show. I was. You were right. And if you don't like what he says on here, just block him on Twitter. He's used to that. He's used to it already. Honestly, on, in almost every popular tweet, I go on every popular tweet and I click and I scroll through the comment and somebody has blocked me there. I feel bad sometimes. No, no. I mean, I feel good sometimes. About, I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Because I don't feel bad that people block me on Twitter because I'm like, you know, why are you blocking me? What? And like, come on. Why are you trying to cancel me? At the same time, I don't feel good because I'm like, why are you so mad? Like, come on. It's just Twitter. It's not like your account is important. Yeah, Twitter owns your account. It's not yours. You don't even make any money from it. Why are you taking it so serious? So, I don't know. Crazy. I'm just somewhere in the middle. Thanks for listening to the Cryptomaniacs podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to hanging out with you again next week.